0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 112 of the PlayStation Report. I am Frank alongside Tyler. Tyler, I can't I can't I can't contain myself. I have a new toy. The new toy with which I am recording and streaming this podcast. Yeah. It was an expensive toy. Yeah. Like a a fifteen hundred dollar toy. Oh boy. Yeah, I got a new computer this week. Really yeah. exciting. Really good stuff in it. Got a 7th generation i5 in there. Uh, NVIDIA 1060. Didn't I couldn't, couldn't pony up for the 1080s for what they're selling them for right now. Yeah. And then I got a total of 3 teradu- terabytes of space in there. It's liquid cooled. It looks amazing. I love it. Does it it do that 4K? Oh, it absolutely can do that 4K, and that's what I've been looking into. Uh, I have two 1080 monitors in front of me right now, but I've been looking into 4K stuff. Yeah. And man, uh, for some reason, 4K monitors, not much cheaper or even cheaper than 4K TVs.
1: Hmm, that's kind of weird. You would think they would be maybe cheaper because they're smaller, but uh, that's I not guess that's maybe necessarily it's the
0: case. I think it's a lot to a do with different. like uh, refresh rates and all that kind of stuff. Probably responsiveness. Yeah, kind of stuff that you expect out of a monitor. Nice. That's cool. How you been, buddy? I've been all right. You sound like you've been busy. It's been a week.
2: That Being all is.
1: over the place. It's It's been a fun week. Uh, what was I doing? Oh, it's just people breaking bones. Fucking. I was in Philly Monday. No, Tuesday. That was a lot of fun saw so that steel panther which that was fine there was boobies on stage oh there was if you see steel panther you should expect the boobies on the stage they always invite ladies up on the stage um and sometimes they show their boobies don't ask why I don't know, but it's weird. I was literally standing in the crowd and just looked over at this chick that was standing next to me and just tits just hanging out. I'm like, okay, all right, <laughs> it's one of those shows.
0: <laughs> I it was fun. Yes, so I'm trying to figure out something because apparently only I'm only coming through the right speaker here. But okay. hmm, okay, that's strange. Uh, I I can figure out how to fix it, but yeah. Keep going on with your stories of the weekend while I dive under the desk and see if I can switch that over to mono output here.
1: Yeah. But yeah. Steel Panther is a goofy band, if you don't know them. Like they are a... Uh, they're a metal band, but they do like... Kind of, it's like seeing a comedy show at the same time. There's a lot. Of, it's very sexual, but a lot of like spoofs on '80s stuff um, In '80s like hair metal band culture and, and all that stuff. Um, so it's it's a lot of that. That's basically what that is. Went to a cool record store in Philadelphia as well, which is just made for me. Being the metal guy it is beautiful you walk in there just vinyls and cds everywhere everything you could ever imagine as a metal fan and then also if you're into magic the gathering they have a lot of cool magic the gathering stuff there too uh yeah it's nice and exciting uh philly is is kind of a neat place and broad street is is beautiful if you ever go to philadelphia go to broad street There's some really cool, cool buildings there to look at and nice food, very nice food. I saw a taco place. It was called Illegal Tacos. I'm like, that's weird. Tacos should never be illegal. I know. And I'm like, it's weird that, I don't know. I don't know. It's just weird to me. But it smelled good. And I was like, fuck, I got to go there sometime. So maybe I'll do that sometime philly's interesting certain parts of it at least don't expect to park on a fucking street in philly though oh my god is it awful so okay staying in philly is a is a turd i don't know how people live there but hey man hey
0: gotta have fun sometimes sometimes yeah. you gotta make that trip to philly yeah
1: so then, yeah, I was off Monday and Tuesday. Monday, I finished God of War, which I'm sure we'll talk a lot about later. For show. Sure. I came back Wednesday to work to a day full of meetings, literally all day. And I'm like, what? Okay. Whatever. We got some new people coming in, so they and we don't have enough space, so they decided to give me an office. They got me a new computer. They didn't need to, but I'm like, hey, if that's what you want to do, Mister Supervisor, I'm not gonna complain. This thing looks like a fucking demon. It, it, I I, for, I forget it's like eight in Asus something. I forget the exact thing. I need to to look at it. Uh, I forget what it's called, but. Like it, like lights up like dark red. It's dark red and black.
0: It looks like a demon. It's pretty I mean, badass. Let me tell you what, I, I, I can make my computer my light up whatever color I want. This oh, shit. Right here.
1: <laughs> is that
0: necessary? <laughs> it is not necessary at all, but it is pretty cool. Really, really cool. Uh, right now, I just have it uh, fading through different colors and stuff, but I could do all kinds of different things. Mm-hmm. Did uh,
1: you play any good games on your PC yet? Oh
0: yeah, I've played a lot of good games on my PC uh, right before we were streaming. Uh, when you told me what time you were getting back, I was like, yeah, I have a few, uh, few. Uh, I have time for a few drops in PUBG. Got my yes. ass kicked because I was dropping in spicy and I couldn't find weapons. It was just really bad luck. <laughs> Had a few kills. It was fun. I also played some BattleTech. Which loads a lot faster. I was having loading time problems in the on my laptop, uh, but it adds a lot better. Played some Pillars of Eternity on it. I ran the gambit, really, like all the games that I normally play through. I played some Stellaris, played some Endless Space. You know, just to check it out, see what things look like now. Yeah, it's amazing what you can do uh, with an actual computer and not a laptop. Yeah,
1: that is that is very true. Yeah. Computers are nice.
0: Yeah, so I couldn't quite finish, uh, fix the audio issue for the stream, but it will be downmixed to uh, mono for everyone out there who's listening on podcasting services. If you're listening to this on an archive, I'm sorry. Nothing I could really do without restarting the stream. But Tyler, we can't talk about God of War at the front of the show. People will just turn turn it off if they haven't finished yet. So, I think the appropriate thing to do is to wait until the end of the show to do our mm-hmm. spoiler cast of God of War. We, have you finished it? Yes.
1: Thank God. I, I, have, I have finished the story. Okay. I haven't done a lot of the extra stuff yet, because I more just mainline the story okay. in a very, very long sitting that was a ton of fun. So. I was
0: worried because I started saying that without checking with you to see if you actually finished the game yet. Yeah. Nope, I finished the story. Okay cool
1: i woke up so monday monday I, I just took off to catch up on a lot of stuff and i but i woke up monday at like 7 30 and i'm like i'm gonna start playing god of War <laughs> like 7 30 in the morning just because i want to make sure i finish that game and i i certainly did awesome awesome
0: yeah we'll have we'll have a lot to say about that at the end of the show but stick around we have some news and maybe some other video games that we've been playing I know we played some fortnite together, Tyler we did, yeah, we didn't play on the new map though we played we've played just yeah. at the end of season three, yeah, um, did you play any more play any more without me on the new map that just dropped season four?
1: I played a few matches myself last night, mm-hmm and uh just to check it out and check out season four stuff um i I had no luck at all (laughs) (laughs) i mean it was really really bad um i think i've kind of decided that i I know this is going to be crazy talk like that game is not what i want to play as a solo solo multiplayer experience to me i don't know maybe it's just because i'm not like amazing at the game or anything but i just have such an amazing fucking time playing with friends with that game they're playing with at least one more person that and i'm i just i don't know i think i'd rather play some other things solo personally but but at the same time i'm like damn some of those skins are cool and i really want to get them so i have to do these challenges <laughs> the best way to do them is, is just doing them solo
0: no, sort the, of. Be- the best way to get better at the game is to play the game yeah i know that's true that's true so i'm not saying i'm gonna abandon
1: it playing solo but i've seriously probably played less than 10 matches
0: solo of that game <laughs> so fair enough i guess so that, we do so play, we did play together though that, that was fun yeah we got we squatted up had a lot of fun um we actually played some duos and towards the end of season three it got crazy Oh yeah. Oh man. Those comets falling, man. That was that was was insane. We got holed up in a factory building and got hit by four comets. Yes. Like while we were hiding out there.
1: Yeah, that, that was just really intense because we were just hiding out in, in that building and there was really no action going on for a really long time. But it's just these fucking comets just raining down right outside of us. And it's like you look out the window and then boom, comet comes down, destroys the bus and then boom, another one comes down, destroys the top or hits your wall. And now everything you build is gone. You're kind of exposed or something like that. It's it was really intense. It was fun. Came so close that night.
0: Yeah, I, a few yeah, times we did. It was we had a lot of good runs. I'll will say that we, we had a lot of good runs. We we got we racked up quite a few kills actually. Like yeah. a lot of the time we were just running around not seeing anybody until the end of the match. But yeah. this time we actually uh, we took out a few squats. We did. That, that yeah, and
1: uh, yeah. I mean, it's it's always like fun and depressing when you you know. get that far and you're like damn it damn it damn it um you know you're always thinking about what you could have done better but it it was it was fun Uh, it honestly was i had a great time game's just a blast to play just kick back for for an evening some friends crack some beers have a good time i felt like the odd man out because i was the only one without the john wick
0: oh yeah yeah yep (laughs) that that was a thing that happened that night yeah, all, all you guys had the John
1: Wick, but not me. What, what do you uh, What do you think? Of, have you played the new map? I'm assuming. Yeah, yes,
0: I, I've played the new map. I think it's very interesting. I think it's really fresh, and I think it's really smart that they're just building on this one map and developing it. Yeah. Like, I think what Epic is doing is creating this living game uh, in Fortnite, and I that's something PUBG lacks. Like excitement around PUBG. Like, oh, we're waiting on this map, we're waiting on this map, you can play this map in the test server. But, like, outside of, like, content, like, they don't drum up any real excitement.
1: Yeah, and I found it kind of crazy almost how much hype Epic was building for just a new season of Fortnite. I mean, with the comments and the teases and all this stuff, like, that was really well done. Really smart, because... They're going to have a massive pop in players with this new season that people just want to check out, you know, the changes to the maps or go get the new skins or whatever. Like, really smart how they did that. And I I agree with you. There's kind of always something to be excited about with Fortnite. You know, like Epic's done an amazing job over the past few months of just keeping this game in a conversation all the time, not letting it
0: disappear at all. So they, they kind of have a lot of resources now that this is the epic game epic doesn't yeah. really do much outside of this i think they've pretty much they've already admitted to they're they are abandoning uh what is that uh paragon, pa- paragon. um i haven't really seen many updates on their unreal tournament thing that they're that they have out and they've had out in beta for years and i i can't really think of anything else that epic really does No. It's uh, like they're they're the Fortnite company. They might as well rename themselves to the Fortnite company. Yeah.
1: And and, uh, I I think it'll be a long time before we see anything new of them. I think it'll just be building on on Fortnite for a long time. (laughs) You know, maybe they add another mode to live alongside the Battle Royale or the Save the World mode or something like that. Who knows? You know, I could see them doing something like that.
0: Oh, man. It's cool. So I'm going to put a shout out here. There's a guy in my office, DJ. He's been bugging me about playing Destiny 2. Tyler, have you been playing any Destiny 2 lately? No.
1: The last time I played Destiny 2 was around December, I guess, when that first DLC came out. And the last thing I said to myself was, why am I playing this right now? And then I just literally hard crashed the
0: game and haven't touched it since. <laughs> this but. this guy, he, he wants to run Nightfalls with you. Mm. I told him that maybe you're not playing as much right now. Uh, we'll probably see how much you're playing uh, around the Warmind and see what the Warmind brings to the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything else you've been playing? Other than no. Fortnite? I'm going to use Far Cry 5. Far Cry, man. And going back to Far Cry.
1: It's depressing. Oh, Oh I don't like this video game. I've cleared two out of three areas. um, Story wise, the second area. I don't know. The story was so fucking lame in that area to me. I just can't get into it. Anyways that's about it it's it's a total podcast game like i've just lost all interest in a lot of the things that happened in that game so i just like hey let's zone out go get some trophies shoot some shit throw a podcast on or something
0: whatever you know yeah that, that that like i have those games for me like they're my podcast game, and this could be an entire topic itself. Podcast games, because there's a shit ton of yeah. them out there that are just kind of mind numbing, and you just you just need to not really be thinking about the content, the well, the story or whatever content is there. Playing through the game, listening to something else, and for me, that that game tends to be the MMOs that I play, like uh, World of Warcraft, Elder Scrolls Online, Guild Wars Two. Those those kinds of games are the ones. I think MMOs really fit the bill really good for uh, yeah. podcasting and yeah. podcast listening. Not podcasting while playing them. Kind of, uh, <laughs>
2: that,
0: that that would be
1: a hassle. Yeah. Yeah, to me, it's a lot of open world games, so Ubisoft games. Yeah, yeah, like even though I've really, I really enjoyed Assassin's Creed Origins, I did play a lot of that while listening to a podcast, you know, or something like that. Um, I would just kind of pause it, um, you know, when there's cutscenes and all that stuff, just for the story because the story wasn't bad in that game and stuff. But like just playing and going through the motions and stuff, I just find myself enjoying listening to a podcast, you know, a lot of
0: times with open world. Video games. Um, it's a little bit funny how uh, Ubisoft's logo kind of looks like a podcast app logo. Yeah, sorta. I mean, that's kind of yeah, what I it could t- is. I could totally see it being like a podcast app.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's all I did when I played through Ghost Recon Wildlands. I mean, that oh, yeah, story yeah.
0: is yep. nonsensical. Yeah, absolutely. So if you're gonna play Ghost Recon Wildlands, just don't yeah. like turn the turn the voice volume all the way down. Just yep.
1: Yep. Yeah, and and I had a blast doing that, you know, I, just yeah. listen to some podcasts and like three hours go by and it's like, you know, I've had some fun. Just I don't know what happened
0: dudes. here. I just shot some things and captured some yeah. areas.
1: Yep. Yep. So that's kind of Far Cry 5. I mean, I've done some fun things in there. I did met a crazy ass redneck dude with a flamethrower and we just set a bunch of dudes on fire but uh and that was kind of fun to do but and i i did this other mission where i had to draw some dudes into this like nightclub in the mountains sort of thing and like do certain things almost like it was a movie or something and and the mission was based around far cry blood dragon like it was literally called blood dragon three i was like this is interesting i guess um, so that one was kind of fun, but then, but then you have these like super serious story moments. It's like it just doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. And and at least the region I was in, there's a lot of they call them angels, and they they're basically zombie people. Like they're drugged up and they act like zombies. They run at you like zombies. They scream at you like zombies. You kill them by shooting them in the head. It's awful. I'm like, that's lame. That's really lame to me. It just got really annoying fighting them all the time. So, uh, One more region left, and yeah, luckily there's was... not a lot to do, or it's not as big as the other ones. You don't have to get as many resistance points or anything to finish it.
0: game is not nearly as serious as originally advertised.
1: No, absolutely not. And the more that I play it, the more I'm like, man, I wish they kind of would have doubled down on that. And it made like a shorter, smaller, more cohesive experience around a story like that. Cause I think that could be neat. Yeah, but that's but not know, a Far
0: Cry game. That's... Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like, it would have to be a different game. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think the two in this game do not mesh together well at all as they did in say three or four. So oh. and I'm just a little tired of the far cry like sequences where like you're drugged out, man. And you're going through this like trippy experience and that's this person's popping up and all this. I'm just, they do that stuff a lot. I know it's kinda like a staple of far cry, but it's not what drugs do. Yeah, it's, it's not not really exciting anymore. Like, it, they were really dumb and fun in 4. Um, and even some of the more mystical places you would go in 4 were just fucking fascinating. Um, same with uh, Primal. Uh, just because of the art style of that game, I thought they were really cool. But this one, I'm just like, hey, eh. Like, that'll happen. Like, you'll get two random you'll uh, get certain points with the resistance uh, points that you get in each region and then randomly like Oop, you're drugged up and it's it's totally random. I'm like, hmm, that stinks. I was just about to kill three skunks to get the skins that I needed. You fucking dick. I killed them all and now I can't skin them. Thanks. You know how much of a pain in the ass it is to kill a skunk? Thanks, man. You owe me some
0: skunk skins. That just sounds like stinky. Sounds like a job for, uh, for uh, Mike Rowe. Yeah. Dirty job.
2: Dirty job.
0: Sounds like pretty much it. Really? Yeah. I don't, I haven't played
1: anything else. Now do I think about it?
2: I played just
0: a little bit of up, I'm trying to keep that on the... Trying to... Because I'm, I'm trying to keep my thoughts contained so i like I'll have I'll have a full picture at the end of the game to be able to talk more on that But still having fun in it Here you is still a dumbass, but lovable mm-hmm. uh, I'm not sure if you saw some of the Screenshots that I took of him in a mascot uniform. I did doing poses Yeah, they were that's, pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. It's a fantastic video game Yakuza having a really big year this year. Yeah. Had a big year last year, too, with uh, Zero and Kiwami. Did. Gonna have another big year. Six, Kiwami 2 this year. Woohoo. But that's enough about that. Let's get in to some of this week's news. And we'll start off with a number. 3.1 million units in three days. That is what God of War did. Becoming the fastest PS4 Exclusive, sales-wise. That is fantastic. Yes. I don't... I think I saw some reference points. Like, this is more than some of, the, some of the... I think even more than Verizon got in its first week. Mm-hmm. I saw some other comparisons out there, but yeah, this is like by far the... It isn't even close. This is by far the fastest selling.
1: Yeah. Makes sense, too, because... No, not not a surprise at all. I mean, there was a lot of hype around this game and a lot of build up and especially when those reviews hit, it just got people stoked. What I found fascinating with this game is you could tell how much hype there is behind a game when, you know, say you you a podcast you listen to is in video form or something, and you go check those out on YouTube or something and how much views they had. Go look at anybody's like god of war podcast they're fucking huge (laughs) like you know there's a lot of hype behind a game when when those sorts of things happen too and it just makes sense there's a lot of excitement around this game and it's well deserved too it's a great fucking video game
0: yeah i yes we will talk more about god of war later but congratulations on the sales numbers whatever i guess if that means much to the people who made that game um it's fantastic. I'm sure. Yeah, done good, and we're gonna yeah. have more God of Wars, most
1: likely. I, I can't imagine how satisfying it must be to work on something, be head, you know, head down for five years, you know, not really sure if the game you're making is really that great or not, because you just work on it so much. Comes out, you get uh, amazing reviews. You know, one of the best-reviewed games of this generation. Then it also sells
0: extremely well. It's gonna be very satisfying. Indeed. Speaking of hype-up games, Destiny Two has some fall news. Um. Mm-hmm. So apparently, their fall expansion is going to add a new mode but they didn't really explain what that is they're try- they're trying to say it's revolutionary for the first person shooter yeah
1: this new mode is new to the first person shooters as a genre it was an Activision earnings call what, what can it even be
0: i'm sure there's been no i'm sure there has been a, a shooter with a with a cooking mode maybe maybe like see, i honestly cannot believe this statement i don't i don't I'd... I don't know what they're even talking about.
1: Yeah, I mean, we won't know, obviously, until we see it. But even when you think about it, it's like, hmm. What haven't what they done could in could it be? I don't know. Do you think it'll have anything to do with adopting a Battle Royale in some sort? That's not new. I know it's not new. But what if they're, I mean, this is marketing shit. Like, what if it's adopting it somehow and somehow just putting a big twist on it? I don't know I, I really wonder what it could be That's like brand new But hey I, I, Yo if if it's new and it's cool That's something Destiny 2 needs You know yeah. it needs something new And fresh and exciting and unique About it um, I think that could potentially Draw a lot of people back And yeah we're supposed to get a fall expansion For Destiny 2 which is kind of like a No duh sort of thing
0: you you know what else was new tyler when it released having a hundred players on a map but look at mag yeah (laughs) yeah yeah i wonder too like new isn't always a good thing too like this new like new ideas aren't like there's a reason that you don't see many new ideas out there for for games like yeah it's yeah
1: i mean it's hard to say things are new when games are a very iterative thing they always kind of build on each other so it's hard to say you're new Mm -hmm. what if it's like um a battle royale with pve elements to it raid bosses and shit
0: but it, that, I'm not. Alright, so bosses would be a new thing, I think. I can't think of. Although, that Hunt Showdown game that kind of has bosses. True. I don't. Yeah. Yeah, well, well, well this know. is a wait and see.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Even just thinking about it, I'm just like, I don't know what it could be. But hey, E3, it's like a month away.
0: Yeah, but we didn't have to wait until E3 to see another Red Dead Redemption 2 trailer. Nope. Although a trailer that is very much just a cinematic. Yeah. Did you watch it at all? I did. I did. Let me know what you Um, think about that, because I'm trying to avoid Red Dead Redemption 2 stuff.
1: Yeah, I I mean, I watched it. I'll I'll say it didn't make me, like, stoked for the game. I think this one set up the story a lot more. Like, what's happening of, like... You know, this is set before Red Dead Redemption, obviously, but that's what makes this title fucking confusing. Um, This is set before Red Dead Redemption in more of, like, the fall of... Gunslingers in the West, you could say. The um, law's coming in, trying to take over, pretty much. Um, which that sort of thing still happens in Red Dead Redemption, um, which that has an interesting story of like John Marston. As John Marston, you have you're tasked with taking out. The members of the gang you were running with in Red Dead Redemption 2, you are playing in that gang. Pretty much, so that's kind of what is set up. And apparently, John Marston is in the game, which I was extremely disappointed that they showed that off. Extremely disappointed.
0: Yeah, Why? that's something you save for you know uh, when people encounter it in the game. Yes. How exciting would that
1: have been to just? I mean, there's already enough hype around this game. You don't need to tell people that John Marston's in the game. Like, just keep that a secret until it it's revealed in the game. How exciting! would that have been i mean fucking the internet would explode and now you just kind of killed that a little bit i'm sure it'll still be exciting to see him but it's like hmm, darn um but that's kind of kind of what set up it was a little bit darker of of a trailer um didn't get me any more excited for red dead redemption 2 than i am i'll say that um, it's gonna be a video game. And and but who a damn beautiful one. Yeah I, I mean I, if all this is in engine, oh my goodness, I cannot wait to see this
0: game running. Yeah, I I am assuming we're seeing more at E three. <laughs> like I'm not sure yeah. where we get it shown or if they even show up to E three if they just drop trailers around that time frame to get people talking about it. Yeah. But
1: although um we'll see also more. I mean, that's just my total personal opinion. IGN has a very clickbaity title to their uh, the first preview of this game. They I guess they got to go see it or play it, calling it the world's first look when there's no fucking gameplay. Ah, I mean, hey man, I'm, I mean it's just a little bit of play on words. But but to me, when you say first look, there's something there to watch, you know yeah instead it's it's more of a read which is fine there's a lot of interesting details in that too i mean it's cool that they got to go see that i'm sure that is a very very big deal for them you know it's a big deal for anybody to have the first thing of of such a big video game um but especially this one so go read that if you want to know more about Red Dead, I did not read the whole thing, so I don't want to start saying details. So, All right.
0: Um, so I, I put the, this Fortnite thing in here uh, because Season 4 started. It has some of the features that are in here. A lot of changes happening to the game. Um, a lot of stuff that you generally just see on patch notes, but uh, I, I guess... I can talk a little bit more about the new map. Um so the comet hit uh Dusty Depot now it's uh what what is it? Uh Dusty Divot. Yeah, Dusty Divot, yeah. yeah. Another play on words there. Um but yeah, the, like and there's that that's the main crater and then there are some craters spread across the map. Um in, in these craters there are these like moonstones or what, I'm not sure if they call them moonstones, but there are these little stones in there. I, th- I think in here they call them hop rocks, <laughs> which now that I think about it makes a lot of sense. Yeah, hop rocks. So you take one of those, and then for thirty seconds you can jump higher. Uh, you don't take fall damage. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a cool mechanic that's centered around these different craters and stuff. It only lasts thirty seconds. You can't really stack them. You consume while, one while while it's active. It just resets the timer <laughs> thirty seconds. But it's cool. I I dropped in a few spicy areas. Dusty Divot is definitely a kill town. Like, oh yeah, you cannot survive that. Nope. The thing that makes it,
1: it's almost
0: at this point right now
1: worse than Tilted Towers, because at least in Tilted Towers there's buildings and shit you can go in, and this is like more of a wide open space. Yeah. I dropped there twice. And I went, ooh, what are these rocks? I just want to check them out. And then, bam, shot immediately because <laughs> yeah. I couldn't find a weapon in time. I'm like, fuck. One day I'll explore. Do, do you think it makes sense to get rid of Dusty Depot as it was? Um,
0: I don't, I'm i not going to say whether or not that was a good decision. I I don't really know. Like, I, I found Dusty Depot to be fine as it was. I thought it was a cool little thing to be at the center of the map, but they've definitely... Uh, centered the map with something a lot more attractive now true
1: they also changed um god so in the upper right hand corner of the map there used to be these like and there still sort of are there um like farmhouses it was really open yeah yeah, right
0: yeah. To the we used right. to drop there all the time yeah it was right to
1: the right of anarchy acres and that's where we we would drop there a lot just because not a lot of people would drop there there's a few houses and we can each kind of take one they and loot shit out of it and they knew yeah they did and now they change it to the risky reels i think it's called yeah. um which now there's a lot of different shit there i'm like fuck i mean it they was, blew their spot they did I was like, I don't know where to land now, fuck
0: yeah. <laughs> I mean maybe we just get spicier maybe that's yeah, what we maybe, do maybe maybe there are uh, other, well, other changes yeah. as well in this um a lot of uh different way, weapons work a little bit differently um uh way I, uh, I think headshots and like your crouched shot work um and I guess th- Different rewards, like different experience rewards, have been tweaked a little bit. Um, if you want to play in 4x3, you can play it in 4x3 now. Why? <laughs> I don't know, maybe... Yeah,
1: I mean, maybe you don't have a TV. You can
0: apparently play this game with a that. very uh, broke-ass computer. Yeah. It makes sense. Uh, they... Epic owns that engine, the Unreal Engine. They should know how to make it scalable for different hardware. But enough on that.
1: Well, it's also superhero-themed for skins. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Uh, I some of them are very cool-looking.
0: Yeah, I think that... I know there are a lot of people who are kind of, like, lukewarm on it who don't really like it as much as the last one, but I think it's... I think it's a pretty smart thing. It's a, mm-hmm. it's something that kids will look at and be like, yeah, superheroes. Yeah, yeah I, I, I
1: think. I like the idea of just doing a totally different theme every season, yeah. too. It's cool.
0: There's been a lot in the news about Korea this week. About- There's
1: always news about
0: Korea. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, alongside them ending the the Korean War being negotiated uh, to end, uh, Koreans and Australian rating boards have leaked Hitman Sniper Assassin it is a game that has not been confirmed yet, but it looks like we're getting another Hitman game. I'm excited about. It. I didn't play enough of the fir- of the hit most recent Hitman. I want to play more missions in that it was a lot of fun, really goofy when I played that. I hope this follows the same model.
1: Yeah, I wonder if it's going to be a mobile game though. Because this article from Game of War, Hitman Sniper for iOS and Android, and Hitman Sniper Challenge is another game.
2: Yeah, so there, might be, there might be a, a
1: thing. there might be a mobile game. Also, who knows? But you know, they did say we are getting more Hitman sometime in the future. You know it's been two years um i i just wonder if they're going to stick with that episodic model or not so to me if they're going to do that maybe two years isn't so crazy If they're going to just kind of drip out the content every few every few months
0: yeah that would be i, I, I think that would be really cool um yeah, I, that that's a game that I think if we sat on a couch together and and played that, that would be hilarious. Yeah, agreed. Just like some of the some of the ways you get in and infiltrate, and just some of the weapons are funny. The ways you kill people are hilarious. Yeah, agreed. Excited to see what comes out of that. Uh, PlayStation Now subscribers, I know you're out there somewhere you're now going to be able to play some PlayStation 2 games, which Woo-hoo! kind of bums me out a little bit, Which mean, because this basically means they aren't going to bring PS2 classics to PlayStation 4. They're just going to bring the... They're going to bring them to this service. Uh, but, yeah. It's, um... Uh, I think yeah, there are already some PS2 classics you can buy on PS4, but I think this this probably means that they're not going to do many more. Yeah, taking a while, a while yeah. to do this. I'm surprised. Yeah, this is it's it's a little strange, um. But yeah, if you want to do PlayStation Now, I think you can. I remember correctly, you can do PlayStation Now on PC, which mm-hmm. I'm looking at my PC right now. Yeah. <laughs> maybe i do that i i don't know um but yeah that's that's a cool new thing for people who use that service yeah uh let's yeah. Uh, those are old games though tyler yeah. old games old we're games. here for the new video games the new video games that come out every single week every day As- let's let's be let's be thankful that the list is uh i could i can count it on both my hands uh, unlike some weeks where there yeah. are just way too many video games, now there are they're, now they're just slightly too many video But there are video games, Tyler. Do you want to get us started with the games that came out this week? Yeah. City of
1: Brass. PS4. Become a daring thief in City of Brass, a first-person action-adventure from senior Bioshock developers. Armed with skimitar and a versatile whip. You'll lash slash bait and trap your way to the heart of the opulent Arabian Nights-themed metropolis.
0: Of an opulent Yeah, You know, words are heartsome. Can't read. I'll read this one. Dealant, PlayStation 4. A long time ago, when the universe was young... Children were sent to minor, sent to minor planets. Their mission was to awaken the magic crystals kept within the planet's interior. This is the story of Arco, the youngest of these children, who lives on the smallest planet, Dylan, the tiniest of them all. At first, I was th- I was thinking Dragon Ball because you know how they sent the kids out to conquer the planets, like they were they, like they meant to for for Goku to come. Oh wait, you didn't watch Dragon Ball? Damn it. I keep forgetting that you don't have no Dragon Ball knowledge. Nope.
1: Nope. When people talk Dragon Ball, they're just like Goku and Deku and Waku, and I'm like, what in the
0: fuck? Waku are you is a Final about? Fantasy X character. Come on.
1: I did not play Final Fantasy X either.
0: From this art,
1: I from the art alone, I was like, hmm, I can see this being like a Disney animated movie. Hmm. I don't know. Guns of Icarus Alliance PS4 Edition. Guns of Icarus Alliance PS4 Edition is the ultimate player-versus-player, player-versus-environment steampunk airship combat game complete with an ongoing war between six elite factions vying for control of a world
0: ravaged by machines. next game will... Uh hex tunnel touch is the next video game on this list of video games. Enter another dimension and master the elements to become a supreme being. With arcade, chaos, and ultra modes in procedural stages, here's a unique experience. Yeah,
1: that logo is. Hmm. All right, Hive, Altenamores, PS4. Hive is a future, futuristic multiplayer hero shooter with fren- frenetic 2.5D side-scrolling gameplay. Up to 10 players can simultaneously fight in hexadiums, scenarios that are divided into six zones, each with its own gravity, different platforms, hideouts, and open
2: spaces. All right. I have Cuts. a PlayStation
0: VR, which is what the platform it is the platform of the next video game called killing floor incursion i'm familiar with are you feeling are you familiar with killing floor i think we've seen it a couple mm-hmm. times
1: yeah i played it a- briefly
0: when we were at pax a few years ago mm. but this is the vr version from tripwire interactive makers of killing floor 2 comes a story-driven adventure made specifically for vr Explore this detailed and immersive world While fighting with your Fighting for your life with pistols Shotguns, axes Even dismembered enemy limbs That's just gross Yeah Next up is
1: Pirate Flight VR made for everyone it's the most casual vr flying game just fly race and shoot across three beautiful worlds and triumph through 90 missions
0: i don't think there's anything casual about a pirate flying a plane nope (sighs) nope the final video game on this list of video games is super mega baseball 2 the critically acclaimed Super Mega Baseball series is back with new visuals, <laughs> deep team and league customization, and online multiplayer modes. How is your series critically acclaimed if you only have two games? What? Hey. Destiny. I wouldn't. I would call I would call that critically acclaimed yeah
2: well, this mean, is just the release like there. they had
0: one game they had one game prior to this how can you how can the series be critically acclaimed if only if their second game is only just All coming right. out that, that's that's my case
1: I can I can understand that can't really be a series until you
0: have a few things
1: you have to have at least four you know
0: how you many albums four does games? godsmack have tyler because there's a new seven, one out
1: seven albums they have
0: what would you tell me about the latest iteration in their series
1: um albums? i really don't like it i think it's very forgettable but um the youtubes people are like nah it's great and i'm like that's fine hey whatever I I just couldn't stand listening to it, personally. I've enjoyed a lot of their stuff, though. Um, have you seen Avengers Infinity War?
0: That is what I'm seeing Monday. I took Monday off. Okay. All right. And I'm going to see it Monday morning when there's no one else in the theater, because Ooh. that's how I like to do it.
1: There you go. Yeah, that's a... I mean, I don't really say too much. That's a treat. Okay. treat of a film,
0: to me. Mm. All right. Be careful what you call a film.
2: True.
1: (laughs) But, I mean, it was really cool. We saw it, you know, Friday night when it came out. So, obviously, it was very crowded and packed in the theater. But that was actually a pretty cool thing because when... When some shit was happening, you you know, you hear piece come some people were like oh, or whatever, or like this dude next to me was like fist pumping when shit would happen, or like, oh my god, or like the dead silence when something bad would happen. It was it's actually kinda cool. Mm. But at the same time I'm like, damn, I, I would really like to see it in a theater by myself. I don't know. I don't know what's better.
0: All right. But it's cool. Hell of a cliffhanger. Hell of a fucking cliffhanger! Okay. You got to wait. A I'll year. believe it. It's a Marvel movie. I'll believe that. <laughs> oh, dude, wait till you see it.
1: And I think it's a yeah year ago or year from today. It's one the final Avengers. Well, I'll say "final" in air quotes. They'll probably do more in the future. But at least for this fucking storyline, a lot of these actors and actresses—it's the final one. Everything <laughs> that you know, this was
0: building up to. Fair enough that's gonna end the regular part of our show this week you want to stick around we're going to be doing a God of War spoiler cast if you aren't in for that we'll see you next week you know uh, you actually I should probably list this out you can contact us at playstationreportpodcast at gmail.com or at psreportpodcast on twitter you can find do me we. at the Arctic Sloth, and you can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Tyler, yeah. going to say something?
1: No, just say hi on Twitter. Oh yeah, definitely do that.
0: Give us ratings on iTunes. Tell your friends about us. We're here every week. We would like you to enjoy what we have for your ear holes alright from here on out there are going to be spoilers about God of War please if you haven't beaten the game turn it off okay Tyler let's talk about God of War what
1: about that ending dude what about that reveal dude
0: I know what about the the wall paintings dude and what they foretell
1: Damn.
0: All right, let's take this step by step here. Let's do it. Beginning Played of the game. Fan fucking Tastic, how they started with the fight yeah. with Balder. Yes. Holy fucking shit. That was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, it was I mean it was a very slow beginning of the game, very slow, but then that fight was like wow, that's that that goes down to me as one of my most favorite and memorable boss fights I've played in a long, long time, if not ever. And that fight was intense, and it just did not stop either. And and I was in the final phase of it, and, uh, well, at the time I, I didn't know, obviously playing for the first time, but it felt like the final phase. And uh, I literally had just, like, a pube hair of health left, and I, and I fucking kicked his ass. I was so happy. I was like, damn, this game's fucking good. But th- that was a really good fight. It was it was good at building a lot of mystery around what what's going to happen. Yeah.
0: I think, yeah, it was very curious how they, like, I was curious how they were setting it up, because it was just some dude knocking on Kratos' door, and I was like, who the fuck is all the way out here in the wilderness? And then it, yeah. was, it was this scrawny little fuck. And I'm like, dude, why are you fucking with Kratos, man? Why are you fucking mm-hmm. with Kratos? And then he fucking launches you over your goddamn house. Yeah. Like that. I did not see that coming. I did not know who that was at the beginning. It doesn't tell you that is balder, but like, yeah, shit.
1: I thought it was like Loki or somebody like that. Honestly, Mm. like, did you know Loki
0: was below the floor?
1: Yeah, yeah, I know. Right. Get to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think that, that, that was a great fight.
0: I, I think that was cool. I think the overall premise of uh fulfilling Kratos's wife's last wish. Uh, I think her name was Faye. Mm-hmm. Last wish to have her ashes spread highest point in all the realms. That was that was a cool thing. Just a yeah. cool overall thing a, a way to It it's a nice backbone to plant other stories on. And I I think the next moment that really, unless you want to talk about this first bit more. No,
1: I mean, I I just, I I think that's a, at least setting up what these games and what the storyline could be moving forward i think that is just like the perfect story they could have told is is doing that there cuz it you know god of war was just in the past about killing and violence and and all that stuff and anger and this was something a little bit more meaningful a little bit more down to earth i think it's it's just the perfect story they could have told overall i really like that
0: Right. Yeah. I. Yeah. It's. It's good. It's fantastic. I hope they continue to tell good stories like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Atreus at the beginning. Just a He's a little soy boy. Yeah. So, like, he is not. He. I hardly could believe he was Kratos' son. Yeah, I know.
1: Yeah, and and that's one thing I really like about this game, is just the evolution of his character. And, um, yeah, it, it, and also just how much Kratos in the beginning felt like he really needed to control him and to make the decisions for him to keep him safe because he felt like he couldn't do it. Um, I, thought, I thought that was that was a really good angle to the story as well Atreus becomes a little shit later on in this yeah, game he,
2: yeah, Cra- Atreus
1: shit. has a whole arc to him yeah, he really really does
0: I think um, if go we're going moment to moment I think the next moment that stuck out to me is the uh, the lady in the woods yes I mean, sure, there was a hunting bit with Atreus, but that's just kind of more of exploring his character at the beginning, seeing seeing his weakness at the beginning mm-hmm. of him like being so different from Kratos. I think that that that's it did a good job at the beginning there. But I think the next moment that really stuck out, yeah, meeting the witch in the woods. We'll yeah. later learn to be Freya, but holy fuck, keeping that identity secret, not knowing who this was at the beginning. It was I couldn't like. How, it didn't make sense to me at first, and then, like, they started explaining the story between her and Odin, and then it started to click a little bit more. And, yeah. It, yeah. I think the, the reveal I mean, of the tortoise coming up. That tortoise okay. is really fucking—that's a cool I tortoise. Mean,
1: yes, th- that was pretty stunning. And then also, like— Freya's character, I just, I loved her character throughout the whole thing, the whole game. And there's definitely some moments later on that we'll get to. But that reveal of her being Freya was like, wow, in that tense, tense moment between her and Kratos of like, Kratos, was like, you're a god. Why did you hide this from me? <laughs> you know? It was like, oh, well. You know, maybe in the last game, you would have just bashed your fucking head on the wall right there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that was a very, very intense moment. But when you first get to first get to her area and that tortoise comes out of the ground, that is one of the most visually stunning things I've ever fucking seen in a video game. Because it's just the color, the life, everything about that area is just
0: yeah i could tell something was something was up like that that area had so much contrast to the rest of the woods that you were going through like it like Uh, i i didn't know that uh that this lady in the woods was a god or anything but i knew she had she was up to some shit mm -hmm. like because like things don't just look like this without any sort of magic
2: yeah
1: yes and I really liked how many times you did come back to that place. I mean, there is a ba- some decent amount of backtracking in this game, but I, I didn't mind it just because you – it kept it interesting because you're always unlocking new abilities to unlock other areas or things you saw along the way of like, oh, what is that? I can't do that yet. So it kind of kept it fresh, but I liked coming back there because it felt like another home in a way. You know, It felt a little almost – you know, some shit happens there, like comforting to be back there in a, in a way.
0: Yeah, you're um, not always back there for the for good reasons either.
1: Yeah, definitely not. And and I think another moment to me was right after that when you get to the Lake of the Nine and yeah. the World Serpent comes out. And we saw the World Serpent in some gameplay reveals uh, at some conferences and stuff, but yeah. You know I thought that was something that was just going to be there and go away and no they they were crazy people, and every time you went through the Lake of the nine they rendered that giant fucking serpent every time yeah <laughs> and it was just there
0: it's good it's, it is very good, and the scale is just incredible <laughs> and like little bit later on but man i think you hear it talk a little bit in the beginning and just the first time i heard that thing talk oh my goodness like it was so deep and bassy and like it's like i felt it
1: it's yeah it was like that's not a sound i've ever heard before yeah (laughs) i like that a lot um also you know gosh i'm trying to think you know I, i not too terribly long after that though. Um, you know, as you are going through what to me felt like just an incredible journey, um, up to get like the Bifrost, you get the Bifrost and then you're kind of going up the mountain a little but,
0: bit. Good. Let's back up a little bit. Um, meeting Brock Sindri
1: oh yeah yeah
0: these these two these, these two, two guys motherfuckers. <laughs> oh boy these little dwarf uh they're, they're dwarfs uh they're they're blacksmiths they're brothers they couldn't be any more different I didn't know how much did
1: I would end up caring about these characters yeah you care about every character in this game. Mm-hmm. Um, you, have, you care in much different ways, but they're all fascinating, and they all have interesting reasons on why they're doing whatever they, they're doing, or their arcs are really well done, their voice acting's really well done. Brock and Singer are no different. Um, two brothers just didn't get along for a long time. It was always kind of funny of like... You'd run into Brock and, you know, Kratos just being Kratos, just like Brock says a bunch of stupid shit and Kratos just like stares at him, Mm -hmm. which I just I loved. I just loved how there's like no emotion. He's just like, you will only upgrade dwarf. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's pretty much it. And then, you know. Uh, Sindri, which one did you like more? I like Sindri more, to be I honest. Like, yeah. He, he's, he's funny because he's very, like, germaphobic. Yeah. And, like, I, I loved every time Kratos just handed him the axe and he, like, almost couldn't carry it. And, but he was like, oh, oh my God. can yeah. Dennis." this. <laughs> or, um, later in the game towards the very end uh, with a character that we'll get to a little bit when a head is tossed to him I'm like that is perfect that is perfect that they threw it to him just cause it's like one of the grossest things um and he's a very germaphobic character I, I thought it was just so funny and so weird how they would just show up in random fucking spots. Yeah, and you're like, "How the hell did you get here?" And I love how they played into that. Like every time Curtis would be like, "How did you get here before us?" <laughs> like, like they they kind of knew how kind of goofy and, and dumb it was, but they they really really played that up, and I liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was that, that was stinky.
0: So you go up, you go up the mountain, you see the black breath, and then Freya takes you to offheim yeah. yes. or to restore the light of the you're supposed to collect some of the the light of offheim Alfheim, and Alfheim
1: is truly stunning yeah
0: it's really cool
1: unbelievably good place um I thoroughly enjoyed exploring offheim I could totally see why someone thought it might be a little bit too long because um, it did feel like like I got sick of fighting fucking dark elves by the end of that. You know what I mean? Like there was a lot of like fights there and I'm like, "Ah, come on. Can we just get through this a little bit? But nothing like game breaking or anything, but I thought Alfheim was a very very stunning place and and I thoroughly enjoyed the ending of this like area yes. with um with Kratos you uh you and atreus fight through a lot of dark elves in a very like epic fashion um and then you get to where the bifrost is and in Kratos sticks his hand in there and there's a lot of like you know he thinks he's finding his wife and all sorts of stuff and then you get sucked out of it, and there's just bodies everywhere. Like, Atreus was just a boss while you were gone. Yeah. But the Kratos was like, it only felt like seconds in there, but it was actually a really long time, and there was actually a really just incredible moment between those two. Like, Atreus was very upset. Like, you left me again. I'm like, what the hell? Why did you leave me sort of thing? Yeah,
0: and that, that, I think that was a great uh, development moment for Kratos especially. Like, realizing that, yeah, he is at fault for some for a lot of things, like, for the yeah. way his son is. Like, yeah. he is at fault for how his son feels about him. Yeah. And it, Definitely. I think it set him on the right path of, like, uh, I, I should probably try to fix this relationship a little bit. Mm-hmm yeah
1: i also think all was like the first place where i feel like this game truly clicked and and it just felt really good like yeah i do feel like it was a little bit just a tad bit longer than it should have been but like you know a lot of the puzzles were great there there was some really great boss battles or more boss like characters towards the end um god isn't that the
0: first place where you fight an ancient yes yeah, it is. And that I think the, the, that introducing that kind of enemy and then realizing, oh, these could be just piles of rocks laying somewhere. Yeah,
1: exactly. And there's a lot of cool things where I feel like that area really sets you up to kind of get in the groove mm-hmm. a little bit. So I liked it. It also introduced like travel to other realms, which... I should have thought about that going in, and mm-hmm. I was like, I I, tr- I really didn't think they were going to do it. But then when you get to the realms table, I'm like, oh, duh, yeah, like that is Norse Norse mythology. They do travel mm-hmm. around in the realms, you know, all that stuff. So that was really cool to see that. I think it was a good good reveal. You don't get to go to
0: all the realms, not yet, anyway. No, they leave they, someone. Dude, they, they leave, leave. some on the table. That kind of hit. Uh,
1: a big one on the table that you did not get to go to which is i was like wow um i mean fucking we're spoiling shit you don't get to go to asgard in this game no which i i thought i'm like i saw asgard i'm like that's where the game's gonna end but then at the same time like you finish the game and you go you know it's actually pretty genius you know, because yeah. they just focused the, the cast down. There, there wasn't some characters there that I totally thought were going to be there. That definitely will probably be there in a sequel. Mm-hmm. I think
0: notably, they, they almost have to be for the things that you do in that game. They have to be. There.
1: Yeah, yeah. Like notably, um, Odin and Thor are not in this game. Odin, mm-hmm. Thor, and Asgard, like the three. Biggest things in Norse mythology, or three of them. Um, three out of the four. The fourth one we'll get to later. But uh or is not in this game. And, and I, I think it's cool. You know, it doesn't take away from the game. It doesn't distract anything about it. And I think, you know, they'll write it in there on why you would have to go there or fight these characters or whatever.
2: Yeah. I
0: thought that was good.
1: Also, I, I think... Vanaheim. Yeah, Vanaheim is the other one, the home them.
0: of the Vanir gods. Yeah, you don't get to go to that there's one. There's the Vanir and the Aesir. Like, there's like that whole conflict between those two.
1: Yeah, then you're, you know, you get to Bifrost, You're going up the mountain with the black breath, which was a fucking incredible moment too. Lots mm-hmm. of great thunderous, epic music there, which I really liked. Yeah, uh, soundtrack
0: is. F- freaking amazing and oh my
1: god it's it's one of my favorites that I've ever ever experienced honestly it's really well done and then you're going to the, through the mountain which I loved this area mm-hmm. personally I felt like the fucking minds of Moria from Lord of the Rings and I, I just was so in love just exploring these dark depressing caves and a lot of the combat sequences there were great mm-hmm especially some epic ones towards the end you know oh, yeah. you fight, fight a nice big troll you're fighting while the elevators going up is really great mm-hmm. yeah. and then to me it, there was a lot of really cool moments here too between atreus and, and Kratos of like kind of testing their relationship in a way too and then um, you get to the top oh boy
0: oh boy yeah yeah um, that- <laughs> fucking killing a goddamn dragon man
1: this was the moment that made me just totally shit myself
0: i was like (laughs) uh i i i paused the game and i dropped my controller and i was like goddamn this game this game is trying to be so much and it's it is it's hitting on so many good things and i was like holy shit man they they really fucking did outdid themselves with this yeah Uh,
1: because you're going up there and the light you see the lightning first Mm -hmm. i'm like oh it's like Odin or Thor or somebody. And I'm like, okay, there they are, finally. Because um, you had this feeling that, like, the Norse gods are kind of hunting you down. Mm-hmm. Like, you did some shit. They don't like you. They don't like who you are. So I thought, like, oh, there he is. But no, no, that's a dragon, and you're mm-hmm. going to kill that dragon. Yeah, You kill it in a very epic God of War way. It felt – there was some great boss fights. Obviously, the Stranger – you know, I think at least your first boss fight against like a um my um a troll is cool. Yeah. And then um but that dragon, that was the first one that was just jaw dropping to me cuz God of War has always been about scale. It's one of the things that really drew a lot of people to God of War. And to me, this was like the first fight that had just a really big scale to it. Which I liked then you find out later there's more dragons. Yeah. That you save world.
0: actually. Yeah. I was like oh. actually one of them you don't save towards the end. Uh one of them you're fighting on the back of. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, that yeah. No, That, that true. was that was a moment in the game. Did you did you yeah. remember that? Yeah, that, like holy the shit team. there were so many cool moments in the game. Yeah. I mean, those last few hours
1: or something special. Yeah. Um, but you kill the dragon. Get some arrows. From Sindri. Yeah. he gives you some special arrows. Yep. Um, and then uh, you unlock um, kind of the electric ability too, which I liked. I liked yeah. the different uh, styles of the bow. You got the shock, and you got the the light, which mm-hmm. I liked. And you could use them in different ways. They did certain things. Uh, obviously, differences, and I like that too because you got that, and now you just unlock the whole, you know new section of the world pretty much i mean it's a metroidvania in a weird way a little bit um soldier through the mountain get to the top of the mountain and you realize oh
0: that's not the right mountain no Uh first you're like i think the first thing you notice up there is like oh Oh, shit thor's sons yeah yeah yeah. there were some some people there agni and modi yep are uh interrogating mimir Who is trapped in a tree, which is, I believe that is canonical with Norse mythology. That uh, Mimir is trapped in some sort of tree figuration. But yeah, it's... Man, Mimir. Holy shit, meeting Mimir. Dude, he... He
1: just took this to a whole other level to me. Like, I I feel like this game would not have worked as well without Mimir. Because... Mm. He was the difference maker between Kratos and Atreus that just made the whole, all three of them, just a really special treat to be with. I feel like that's another moment that just made me go like, wow, this game is just incredible with what it's doing right now. It's just so expertly crafted. And one of my favorite lines in this game was... uh Mamir talking to Kratos of like you gotta tell him eventually about you and about him and in your past. Like he's going to find out, and it's better to tell him now than later. And uh, right before that, they were talking about like Mamir's like, well you gotta cut my head off. And then Kratos just it turns out he's like, I'm going to cut your head off now. <laughs> yeah just such a great line. There's so many great lines from Kratos in here. They uh, cuts his head off and you have him forever. Well, yeah. well you, you take bring him back, back to Freya's somewhere.
0: house. And this is the point in which the game kind of was spoiled for me since I knew a little bit about uh, Norse mythology. Um, not entirely because they did kind of screw, screw with things, kind of collapse two characters into one. Um, but when Freya takes away uh, the arrows because they're made out of holly... Uh, that's when I realized, oh yeah, they're totally going to use the the weakness um, of of Balder. Like holly is the weakness of Balder. Like in it's canonical in North Norse mm. mythology. Like that's how he actually dies. Is uh like in Norse mythology, it's like they they all have it's a yearly thing where they throw things at Balder because nothing can hurt him, and then Loki crafts a a holly sp- sp- uh, spear that gets thrown into him and kills him. I got you. But, like, as soon as that happened, because prior to this, like, a little piece of the arrow was, like, used to repair Atreus's, uh, I forget, mm-hmm. like, his quiver. Quiver. Yeah. Yep. Yes. But, yeah, that, that that's the moment where I was like, oh, oh, who's Baldur's mom? Is, is Freya Baldur's mom? Yeah, and then I was like, huh, that's yeah. strange. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... <laughs> It, yeah, it, I think they that hint was kind of on per, was uh, on purpose t- for people who know things. And I was like, oh man, that that's a real teaser right there. I think I know what's happening, yeah,
1: this game was good about teasing that mystery out, whether you kind of knew some things or not. You know it didn't give you a whole massive dump at times. I mean, it did at times give you a little bit more than others, but you know I think that was. It's a it's such a well paced game from start to finish. It really is one of my favorite games in terms of pacing. Um, let's see after. So yeah, after you get the head, you heal the head. You then have to make the chisel. Yes, so the, the, chisel? the chisel is next. Yeah, yeah, the chisel. I fucking love this area too because you you. You're you're in the boat going to where you have to go. And you turn the corner, and it's like there's a massive giant and a massive hammer that looks like Thor's hammer in a way right there, just off in the distance. And it's like – wow that's stunning and then you actually go up to the thing you know it's not like it's yeah. just there in the distance like you go up to these things and the sense of scale in this game is great and with the changing camera angle I think really brings it alive but that that was really cool too because I felt like more in that section like Kratos and Atreus were kind of working together
2: mm-hmm, as a yes. team
1: and he was allowing Atreus to do a little bit more Mm-hmm. yeah I thought that was well done and then you end up fighting um, Magni and which was a great fight great fucking fight um, but then Atreus, uh starts to kind of get sick
0: yeah yeah he kind of rages out and gets like you it almost looks like he's going into the Spartan rage mm-hmm. for a moment yeah. and then he kind of collapses
1: yeah. And the game was kind of teasing. Like, um, you, uh, Atreus has a sickness, and you're like, well, what is it? You know, why, why is he sick, sort of thing? And later you do find out, and it's kind of revealed later when, um, Okay, which one? Is it Modi? Shows up Mm -hmm. again when you're in Tears Vault, you're about to go explore Tears Vault, and he just kind of shows up with just such a crazy moment of like, he's got Kratos pinned down. Atreus thinks he's going to save the world, and kind of, you know doesn't or whatever mm, he's just yeah. not as powerful yet and he kind of does the spartan rage sort of thing and that's like oh shit you know and it kind of kind of clicks with you like kratos is a god yeah atreus is a god holy shit holy mm-hmm. shit <laughs> uh, you just can't control yet and that's kind of what's been making him sick um yeah. So that that was that was a crazy moment.
0: Yep. And then it's at this point where uh, you take him back to Freya's place where he'll rest while you get uh, an ingredient. Uh, I think it's the heart of uh, the gatekeeper ah, in Helheim. Yes. yes. But your frost axe won't do anything in Helheim because everyone's ice. So yep. guess what? You're yep. back with the blades of chaos, and oh I think that unlocks a lot of cool moves. I think the combat with the blades is really awesome. It's a good. It's a good uh, juxtaposition to the axe and how yes. how kind of methodical the axe is. I think the the blades of chaos being kind of loose and 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 like just flashy to play with. I think that it was really smart yeah
1: and way. and I i i i mean i was loving the axe i still love playing with the axe but then when they did the blaze of chaos i was like oh my god i can't believe they're doing this because they talked to they you know the game wasn't gonna happen you know like mm-hmm. the axe was it so i really couldn't believe that they actually were gonna do it but man i was so fucking excited and what a build up what a build up to that moment because you leave Freya's place to go back to your place. You're on a boat. Athena starts showing up in your head, sort of. The music gets fucking epic. You, you know, you can't sprint anymore. And then just he – and I and you knew when when you're in Freya's place, like, and Curtis was like, I, I'm going to have to go home. I got the weapon, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, hmm. Maybe, maybe, maybe they'll do Blades of Chaos, and then they actually did it, and just the music there, and then how epic it was, because it basically just was like, beat the shit out of everybody in this area right now, and it was really well done, Uh, but yeah, then you go through Helheim, and I, I enjoyed Helheim, I think that's a, it's a weird place, but I like it, and I like... What they did with uh, with the blades, with the the winds, yeah. um, well that was great too. It was a, another puzzle mechanic. And I was kind of thinking, like, well, what are they going to do puzzle wise with the blades? And kind of like that it made you think a little bit with mm-hmm. those. Made you explore the environment and think a little bit at the same time. I yeah, I enjoyed it. And then off in the distance, you're fighting this. The gatekeeper or whatever and i don't know what the hell that was off of this is that like bird i think that
0: that's hella i think it? that's supposed to be hella i don't know okay. um it's like, kind of hard wow. to tell it never really defines it mm-hmm. but that was really good
1: too that was a really great moment um yeah i i, I thoroughly enjoyed hellheim for
0: sure fucking brock shows up in hell like, like right after you what? beat the gatekeeper, Brock shows up in hell and gives you the the tool to do the uh, winds of uh, of hell thing, with yeah. the puzzle stuff. And I was like, God damn it, where aren't yeah. you going to be, motherfucker? I know. I, th- I thought I thought that was funny. He's he it was at that point where I was fan. like, Yeah, they're just going to show up everywhere.
1: Yeah. If you're going to show up in hell, you're going to be everywhere. <laughs> um. That was cool. And then, yeah, you get back to Freya's place and uh, heal Atreus, um, but the conversation was kind of overheard. Yeah. And I believe that was then the reveal of who Atreus was. And God, damn
2: it. God damn it. God damn it. He turned to- into
0: such a shit.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: He did. So, Kratos told him that, like, I was, you know, you're, I'm a god, you're a god, too, sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And, yeah, then, then that, that really took a turn, because... Atreus became such a fucking douchebag about it, and he's a kid. I get it. That's a big thing, and kind of goes to your head in a way. But he thought he could kind of do anything. Came really cocky, mm-hmm. um, kinda. And that that became a not a good thing
0: later on. Yeah. Um For sure. He was an asshole to Sindri. Like, fuck you, dude. Was. Like Sindri's an alright guy, he's been helping us out. Fuck off, yeah. I don't care if you, you turn into a god, he was he was really nice to us. Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah, I, I was like, man, what are you doing, dude? So then you go back up the mountain. Um And uh, there were some good moments there of Kratos of, like, trying to keep Atreus in check of, like, just because you're God, you know, comes with a lot of responsibility, like, you shouldn't um, just think you can do whatever you want sort of thing. That's – you're in – you know, I thought – I thought there were some good moments with Kratos there of like building his character out a little bit more of just be, not being just like yeah my god you can do whatever you want there was some good stuff there especially with uh, Modi mm-hmm. uh, as he's going up there, Modi shows up again and Trace just murders him
0: yeah, the, like Modi was already like beaten to shit by, uh, by Thor yeah like, and
1: I thought that was a cool, cool thing because earlier Kratos was beating the shit out of Was it Modi? I don't know Maybe I do have to look up Magni was, and Modi Yeah he was beating the shit out of somebody In, in or in I know Right? I thought it was earlier in the game Kratos was beating the shit out of somebody And Kratos was like stop Maybe it was the other way around Maybe I'm thinking it's something later in the game No no no, no. no It is later in the game never mind Um Modi's beaten Kratos was like we didn't have to do that because he lost he's done sort of thing and then later in the game uh, Kratos was beating the shit out of somebody in uh, which I think we'll get to a little bit later um, and then Atreus was like stop he he lost that was when Atreus was kind of on, on the, the back end of his arc and kind of coming back to who he who he was sort of thing mm-hmm. But I also wondered, because then uh, you get to the top, and some bad shit happens. Balder shows up again. Yeah, Atreus thinks he can do whatever the fuck he wants, because he's a god, and tries to fight him. And that doesn't end well. And then uh, Kratos starts to, to fight Balder again, destroys the gate to, um, to Jotunheim. Jotunheim. And it's like, well, shit, now we are we going to do. When that happened, I was like, fuck! And then... Uh Atreus was a little fucking trot and shot Kratos to stun him pretty much. He yeah. couldn't do anything. Um and then you had to go
0: save Atreus. Yeah, you fought back on the back of up. that dragon. Yeah, I think that's that's when that happened. Like that that whole sequence. Yep. And then like later on, if you go back to the Lake of the Nine, you can see the dragon actually died of its I guess. Oh really? Yeah. It's it's dead see- like on the side of one of the cliffs wow you can actually go and gather uh i think it's a dragon tier which is a rare super rare material cool i have to do that um that was a fucking crazy
1: crazy thing of fighting balder on the back of that dragon like Mm -hmm. damn um but then you end up going to hellheim again yeah save a trace
0: yeah and i think this Helheim sequence was fucking fantastic
1: oh my god because so much like, better
0: <laughs> yeah like there's 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 a big thing later on but like i think one of the biggest moments in the game is when you're climbing through and seeing the story between Baldur and freya yes and seeing like oh yeah freya kind of like cursed him with invulnerability yeah
1: it made you really care about those characters even yeah. more you know like they just did a such a fantastic job of writing all those characters and i thought that i thought that was good i liked how kind of drawn out that was too mm-hmm. it was a very long sequence but it was just so riveting the whole thing it's really good yeah and the whole time you're kind of the whole time you're going through Helheim, you're like where's balder going to show up mm-hmm. you thought i thought he was going to show up on the ship. Yeah. You get a
0: ship going later on. Yeah, you uh, fucking cool. you turn its sails like horizontally like parallel with the ground and you fucking light some fires on the ship and turn it into a fucking airship. Yeah. Like what the hell man? Yeah. That was fantastic yeah
1: and also while you're in Helheim right before you saw Balder you saw basically the moment between Atreus and Modi yeah and Atreus killed him and I was like hmm and Atreus was like that's not me like what the heck that's just not me and I was wondering like is Atreus controlled somehow Um, or was that just the whole god thing getting to his head
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I don't know I thought that was really neat too he's just
0: maybe in denial he can't believe what he did yeah, yeah, I thought I thought that was cool. Like saying, showing, like, "Hey, here's what you did,
1: kid, and you're kind of being a dick." Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but, uh, dude, I love that ship sequence too. Yeah. Um, just it, it was kind of a long sequence, but it was fucking intense. The whole thing, just constantly back and forth on that ship, fighting and keeping the fires alive. And it's like, dude, I gotta do this, I gotta do this, and we're not gonna make it, sort of thing. And had a really great adrenaline. Uh, feel to it. You get out of Helheim, and then it's back to
0: Tears Temple, right? Right. Yes, because you're trying to find the way that Tear traveled between realms. Yes, and I think Tears Temple did a awesome job of just fleshing out the like the possibil- how this whole thing is possible. Yes.
1: Uh, yep. Like, and it really opened it up for future games being in different oh, yeah. spots, and even even in Helheim, you mm-hmm. see kind of some.
0: Uh, yeah, It, you, it of tries that. to tortures torture Kratos with images of uh, Zeus. hmm Oh yeah, that that was and good that's, too. That's the moment where, like in Helheim, that's the moment where, uh, like, Kratos sees the image of him beating the shit out of him. Yes. And like. He, he, I'm not sure if Atreus saw that. I don't I, think Atreus did. I, yeah, I was
1: wondering if he did and he was lying and said he didn't. Yeah, I, I wasn't sure on that one either. Mm. If he just didn't, now I'd see it.
0: guess we will know. I don't know. Because I can understand Kratos being able to see Atreus's memory there because he was there too. It's kind of his memory too. I think. I'm not sure exactly how it works there, but. I I think that was something that was exclusive to Kratos. Yeah. But then again, it wouldn't make sense to be able to see what Balder was seeing. Mm Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I don't know how that whole thing worked. Yeah, I don't know. But I liked how they brought that back in. Mm Mm-hmm. 'Cause at the
1: time when you're playing God of War Three, it was like, yeah, cool, fucking beating the shit out of Zeus, this is great. But I loved how they they built some like repercussions to that. At yeah, that no, moment no, still kinda no, hard no, no, I think about it, I bit. think
0: it, it was probably a case of Atreus lying just to just to protect his father to be like, Yeah, Dad, I didn't see anything. We don't have to talk about this.
1: Yeah yeah that that was a good moment, but but, yeah, I mean the whole thing with tier of like kind of opening that up between realms, I thought that was cool, and I really liked going through through his vault. Mm-hmm. that was a neat space. there was some really hard kind of just scenarios
0: there i I felt some of them were kind of tricky, um yeah, some of the puzzles with the swinging blades and stuff like that yeah. with the rotating blades going around and stuff like that, mm-hmm. that yeah that was. There were some ones that I had to stop and think about a lot. Yeah, definitely. Especially the one, I think there was like five or six spinning blades. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
1: And and it's like, how the hell am I going to get through this? And then you have to, then it kind of clicks of like, oh, you kind of got to get them lined up. So you have a straight shot through. Yeah. That, That was, that was really good. There, there was some, some good shit going on there. And then also the, the whole thing where I think you then flip the realm table the whole, yeah flip hold the whole Tears <laughs> temple <laughs> which was nuts yeah totally um and then you i believe it's when you start to go to jotunheim i might be getting a little mixed up when it when it was but you're kind of traveling between realms yeah you know in a way while this stone kind of activates and does what it needs to do that fucking oh my goodness it kicked my ass it's like the only moment in this whole game that I actually had trouble with combat I just played on normal too but it still had a decent challenge to it Mm -hmm. Um, was in that room where you had to fight two of those dark elf fucking turds do you know what I'm talking about? yeah yeah,
0: I know the ones that blind you with the oh my god that
1: weapons. fight took me three or four tries to get through. I, I have no clue why. It just completely kicked my ass because I always would totally beat the shit out of one of them with my smart, Spartan Rage. But then the other one, I don't. I was just totally messing up and doing all sorts of stuff. I don't know why it was just that fight it gave me so much trouble so far in the game. Although I will say, have you uh, fought a Valkyrie yet?
0: I have attempted a Valkyrie, but I yeah, I, I stopped, too. and then I, I, I think I'm going to come back to him once I get some better equipment.
1: Yeah, so right after you do the whole chisel thing, yeah. you finally can unlock hidden chambers. And I was like, hmm, you unlock one. It's kind of right in your path. I'm like, I'll go down here. I think it's probably the first one that most people unlock. You see a Valkyrie there. At the time you didn't know it was Valkyrie. But then you walk up to him and it's like, oh, this thing's starting to kill me. I almost took that Valkyrie out on my first try. Mm-hmm. It, it had like a quarter health left. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna do this. And then uh then I died, and then I tried like two or three more times and completely got my ass kicked. So I'm like, damn it. So close the first time. I'll get back to them. They're they're fun to fight.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, oh shit, is there even much more else in here once you get not, no. not in the main story, I think yeah, you go right you go right to Jotunheim, and a lot of things start well, being... well, oh there's the whole yeah. serpent thing no, yeah, there is the yeah, shit because it turns uh, oh, yeah. out
1: you 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 didn't have uh the stone to travel to Jotunheim, yeah, and you needed Mimirs eye but he didn't have his whole eye or his second eye turns out that was eaten by the world serpent so you need to go inside the world serpent Mm -hmm. but I'm like wow this is ridiculous so you go through there and it's fairly straightforward like way too straightforward I'm like something's gotta happen this isn't Mm. right and then you're leaving and then yes shit hits the fan with Balder specifically and uh Baldur kind of almost takes out the world serpent, in a way like you kind of get spit out, and then the world serpent comes crashing down right in your face, pretty much. Yep. Which I was like, wow. And then Baldur starts walking out of this frozen ocean, or ocean. What am I saying? The the river. I'm like, mm, that's because you can't feel anything, but that's cold, sir. What are mm-hmm. you doing?
0: Yeah. Um, and Freya shows up. Yeah,
1: and I was like, wow, this is just phenomenal fucking voice acting between the both of them um just very intense passionate moments between them uh, lots of emotions flying around um between mother and son there
0: then yeah you fight balder yeah you fight balder again ah. uh, event like there's and f- all th- throughout it uh freya's trying to get you to stop fighting yeah. And she's throwing everything she can at you. At some point, she, like, reanimates the giant. Yep. <laughs> like, holy shit. That, Which that I
1: feel like insane. she could have done more with. I'm like, you're a fucking giant. I mean, I know we're gods. Yeah. I'm sure you can do a little bit more with that, but that was crazy.
0: Yeah, eventually, I think, um, Balder punches, uh, punches uh atreus in the chest where the yeah. where the the arrow was used to repair the quiver and yep. it breaks the spell and Balder is like fucking going ecstatic and just wants keeps wants to fight so he can start he can keep feeling mm-hmm. things man yeah and it's like fucking insane
1: yeah and, and like his speed increases mm-hmm. he changes like types between the, the frost and the ice a lot so he have to go. Or frost and ice. What am I saying? Frost and like uh, fire or whatever. So you mm-hmm. had to go back and forth between your weapons. That was really good, um, which made sense. Then it clicked with me that like earlier you had those arrows, and Freya's like, no, no, no. Well, why do you have these? You don't want these. Mm-hmm. She probably knew what that would do to Balder if if he was hit with one of them. Yeah that made sense um but then it got to just a very crazy moment where balder was going to kill freya and freya was like if it makes you happy and you survive and you're happy then kill me fine whatever Mm -hmm. and he's killing her (laughs) and uh this wasn't long after Kratos started beating the living shit out of him, and Atreus was like, "No, stop! Like, he's done." Mm-hmm. Almost like what Kratos did to Atreus when Modi was defeated. Um, Kratos and Atreus back off. Baldur's starting to kill Freya, and then Kratos was just like, "I can't! I can't watch this shit anymore!" Mm-hmm. Just snaps his fucking neck. Yeah. <laughs> And then, uh, yeah, Freya was not very happy about that. Yeah. Which, did you think Kratos did the right thing?
0: I think he did. I, th- I think ultimately he did. I think the world is better with Freya than with Baldur. Yes.
1: I, I-, I don't think there was anything in... in- and Kratos was in see this is what I it didn't really feel this way when playing through the trilogy but playing through this game they gave it so much more perspective and like there was consequences to what Kratos did in the original trilogy like they're never that, you never felt that playing through it you just felt like you were just this bad mad guy killing shit and, and I liked how Kratos was almost trying to talk Balder down of like like I was there dude like, yeah. you can come back from this and start something over and be a different person. You don't have to do this. Um, but I, I don't think there was any convincing Balder. I don't think anyone could could have. Mm-hmm. I think even if he killed Freya, um, he probably would have hurt a lot more and done a lot more because he he really wanted to hunt down and <laughs> hurt, you know? Yeah. Ultimately I think did, Kratos did do the right thing. Um not in Freya's eyes. She was, I mean, um, she I, was very upset.
0: We say this, but it wasn't really an e- it wasn't an easy decision. It wasn't no. an easy thing to do. No, absolutely not. And it's, it's, not, not. it's not something you want to do. Yeah. It's but something you have to do.
1: Kratos isn't a character that shows a lot of appreciation at all, really. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that was almost like a moment of like Freya did a lot for for me he did a lot for my son like my son wouldn't be alive if it wasn't for her she's a good person so i feel like or kratos was like well i feel like i need to to do this it's definitely not an easy decision but what a incredible voice acting from everybody incredible just directing and writing throughout all of that was great, and, yeah. and just the emotion and intensity in Freya's voice after that happened. Of like, I
0: huh? don't think she's going Holy to be shit. a friendly face for that one.
1: No, 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 definitely not. Um, that that was great. Then mm. you find it's on to Jotunheim. It's to go to Jotunheim, and. I'll be honest with you. I thought Jotunheim was going to be a little bit more than what it was. It was just touted up. I thought there's. I I did not think that that was the final boss fight of the game. Oh, hmm. personally, like I, I just felt like that's another fight in God of War, and that was one of the best ones in the game, and that was crazy. I really didn't think that that was like the final, final boss fight of the game. And you get to Jotunheim, and uh yeah. I mean, that's that's pretty much the end. But there's a lot of just. Crazy ass shit that happens there. First of all, you get to kind of the, the mural, the mural stuff, um, where Faye, uh, Kratos' wife, Trace's mother, like pretty much mapped out and knew exactly what was going to happen throughout yeah. this journey, which I thought was like what, mm-hmm. just totally insane. Um, then you also learn that she was a giant. Yeah. And Kratos honestly didn't know she was a giant. At mm-hmm. least I he says he doesn't. So then you put the two and two together, you're like, well, Kratos is a god. Faye is a giant. What? Yeah. <laughs> that means Atreus is a god and a giant. Like holy yep. shit.
0: And if um, you know about Norse mythology, the reveal of who Faye wanted to call Atreus. Yeah. Loki. Yeah. Fucking Loki.
1: Yeah, because the Trace was like, they had everything right on that wall, but they kept calling me Loki. Mm-hmm. Why? And and then Kratos honestly told a fantastic story of why they, he wanted to call him the based off of someone that he, he fought yeah. with back in, in Greece, which was good. But still, like Trace is Loki. Holy shit. <laughs>
0: Um, which I think it was really the... cool that, uh, that, uh, um, Kratos allowed him to help spread the ashes on the mountain and actually oh, let him carry that, that was,
1: it. Yes. That, that was great because he's like, he's like, no, we do this together sort mm-hmm. of thing. You know, like we're, we're a team. And it was like the first time that I felt like it was really meaningful that he called him son mm-hmm. too which was great. And also like how visually stunning was that when you get to the top of Yotunheim, you see all those dead giants out there. Yeah. They're just filled with like sadness.
0: Like, fuck they're They're all gone. (laughs) Crazy. And then when you're going back down through the temple, seeing, um, the mural and seeing, I think Kratos dead. Yeah. With, uh, I think a bunch of serp- like serpents coming out of a Loki's mouth, yep that was yes. so I, think, I I think Kratos might only have another game left if that
1: yeah, I mean and I, mean, I could see it because I think they're building. They did a great job of building Atreus up as a character that you like. I think if they keep doing that, you know, he could be another great character that could could continue on potentially. But yeah, I mean, I I think ultimately that's what it's going to come down to. For sure. And and correct me if I'm wrong, like, Loki in Norse mythology is not Odin's true son no like he's thoughts,
0: right so i, I think he, he is adopted maybe yes yes that that that's what i thought so that
1: kind of makes sense i guess sort of mm-hmm. it's, a, it's a little bit of a twist obviously with kratos thrown in there yeah but it's not super far off from the actual thing um it's just fucking crazy to me. I was like, I, I did not see that twist coming, personally at all. Really didn't. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I love this game. I love the whole journey. It's. It, I think it is. When you're talking like pure adventures in a in a video game, I think this is one of the best ones I've ever ever experienced. Of just a I, true adventure,
0: you know. I do have a few critiques of it. I think. They introduced visions of those old gods, but they never, like, introduced a vision of Fae, and I would have liked to see something of that. <laughs> like, they totally, like, made her absent in this, in the game, and I think that, I think that was a little bit of a mistake. I think they could have done something with, something more with that. Right. Um, I think Niflheim, I'm not sure if you've been there. No, Niflheim I have not. Niflheim is the most annoying thing in the game because like, what is it there's this poisonous mist it's another it's a new realm like there's this poisonous mist so you only have a limited time to explore uh until you have to get, return to a safe area um it's procedurally generated sort of ish with the traps that it lays out hmm. um and you go in and you earn like these mist echoes which help you which uh allow you to open things up in the vault in the center ah and you can get some powerful stuff from that i got um, you but yeah it's i don't know i think the whole mechanic of like managing your time in the mist is just really annoying and yeah that's not fun
1: that's not fun because the game is kind of that's another thing that's great about is just exploring
2: mm-hmm.
1: and you know finding all the secrets in every nook and cranny of the game and that's kind of against what it is yeah, I haven't been there yet. I I basically just mainlined the rest of the story, and I'm going gonna go do a lot of the side stuff. I I I be, I'll be honest with you. I kind of want to. I don't know if I have the time, but I kind of want to try to platinum this game. Yeah, I just love it. I love it so fucking much. I want to just do everything in it. Yeah,
0: I, yeah, it's a fantastic game. I like it's. It's not without its faults, but I think this is definitely a contender for game of the year and probably one of the best games on the console. Oh yeah, I think it's it's probably top five on the console. Uh, definitely top five.
1: Um, I mean, it's subjective, of course, but I think it is the best PlayStation Four exclusive game to me. Um, not not by much. I mean, I really mm-hmm. love Horizon and Uncharted Four. I mean, those are great games, yeah. but I think the just the adventure itself just was really, really top notch. Really well done. Um. I would love, and I was thinking about it. Like, to me, because um, they, you know, recently came out where Corey was like, Yeah, we've thought about, I've thought about making like five more God of War games. I'm like, I don't know what you do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, and obviously they open it up to go to other realms of like Egypt and stuff like that. But,. I want at least just one more game in Norse mythology. I mean, they, they built so I much in this world. Be. Yeah, You killed Thor's sons. Like, how do you not fucking... Yeah. Like, how is there not repercussions to that? And, and also, like, of course, like, you got to explore Treus and his growth and the whole Loki thing. Like, I, I at least want one more game... In this Norse mythology, and I think just because of the length of this game, if they do a game of similar length, uh, I think you can probably uh, cover what a lot of people were thinking was going to be in here of like Odin, Thor, Asgard,
0: stuff like that. I think I, I'm I'm so. gonna, I'm going to lay out the map here for you. I think there's one more game with Kratos, um, where they he has to. I think in that game. He explores a little bit of Vanaheim. I think he he gets a little bit of that. I think he has encounters with the Vanir gods. um, And Freya is kind of the main antagonist of that one sort of. Um, Kind of reluctantly so because I don't think Kratos even would want to hurt Freya. But like, he has to defend himself. I think in that one uh, Kratos dies. Um, To Thor. And then the next game is Atreus fucking dealing it out, causing Ragnarok.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's another thing they didn't really. They kind of touched upon it, but.
0: Yeah, the World Serpent apparently was sent back in time from Ragnarok to the present time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Who knows? God of War's great man. I yeah. It's gonna take something really special to top my list for Game of the Year personally. I mean there's a lot a lot left. Some really big games coming out for sure, some games I'm really interested in, but I just think this this adventure is so special. I just think God of War really just it nails everything so well. And I just think that's what makes it great. me i mean it's just such a such a high
0: bar
2: all right yeah
0: i can i can agree with that Uh, it'll be up there for me i've got other games it'll be definitely it'll be up there in in playstation category there are other games that i'm playing that i'm really digging but as for as far as playstation goes and console games i think it's it's gonna be up there yeah it's going to be top two for me, I yeah. think. Mm. But yeah, really excited to see where they go with that. Um, and I think that that's pretty much all we got, unless you have any closing thoughts on God of War.
1: Nope. It's pretty much everything. I mean, play it. I'm excited to do some of the side stuff. So.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, well, uh, this has been our God of War spoiler cast and the end of episode 112 of the PlayStation Report. We thank you for watching. We mentioned earlier where you can contact us. By now, you probably know the drill. We need to get some sleep, probably. Tyler, it's late over there for you. Um, Yeah, we'll see you all next week. Until then, be good to each other, play your video games,
2: and play god of war again